Get ready to celebrate God's call to go. Here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary in all of us. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Now here's your host, Pastor Kevin. Good morning. This is Pastor Kevin. It is Tuesday, February the 9th, 2021. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. I've got our co-host, Justin, here. Uh, How are you, sir? Happy New Year again. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we have some special guests. They were with us last week, Mm -hmm. and they are joining us again today because we want to talk about something that's coming up next week is the celebration of Valentine's Day in the USA. And a lot of global communities now have adopted that, just celebrate of love and friendship and everything that goes with that but we're doing a special project in February for the women and their children of the red light district of Mumbai so who is our guest today today's one of our favorite partners in Mumbai pastor Manaj and sister Priya yeah welcome to the show hey hello thank you hi everyone thank you so much for inviting us. yes yeah. it's good to have you back with us Last week celebrated a divine healing that God gave our sister Priya from colon cancer. Mm -hmm. And she had just a few weeks ago received a clean bill of health and was told that she is cancer free and that she needs no more chemotherapy and that they just need to um, make some annual scans Mm -hmm. to make sure that uh, nothing reoccurs. But congratulations again, sister Priya on that healing and just God's touch on your life. What Mm -hmm. a great miracle. Thank you so much for all your encouragement for prayers. We love. Thank you so much. Mm, you're welcome. Uh, so, yeah. Pastor, in just a minute, we're going to talk about our our beautiful friends in, in what is called the Red Light District of Mumbai. But before we do, I'd love for you just to give us a quick update. So you and Sister Priya have been given beautiful children that are under your care in a ministry home called Ashale there in Mumbai. And last week, you walked us through the impact of the pandemic. And one of the things uh, we did not touch on that I really wanted us to talk about just briefly is where you are now in February 2021, because historically, God has provided for these children under your care. And what I remember in the testimony of George Mueller, where it was just really operated on faith and people just came and maybe they were celebrating a birthday, so they took care of a meal. And then another family would be celebrating an anniversary, so they would take care of a meal. And before the pandemic, there were constant guests just dropping off rice and rupees and clothes and gifts to take care of the children. And it's really been a ministry of faith, and it still is. But we know that today in February 2021, your expenses are exceeding the donations that are coming in. I just want to take a moment and pray for you and for your children. But can you give us a quick update and how we can pray for you right now? Uh, well, as, as you just explained, uh, uh, right from the day one of beginning, Ashale, the House of Hope, the Lord has been so amazing in providing us. And much of it, like more than 90% of it has always come through local support mm-hmm. people from all walks of life uh come willingly come forward and they support us they respect us they they honor the work that is happening and uh, 
they just want to partner mm-hmm. uh, but since the lockdown as i said in the last episode we just realized that you know a flow of visitors uh, began to drop down and down and <laughs> came to a point uh, in the month of february 9 uh, 2020 that we just couldn't see any visitors coming and so the support like resources got reduced and the whole last year from 20 february 2020 until until today i mean until now we see that uh, our our local support our revenue uh, resources have dropped down to almost um, like 50% less mm-hmm. like and we, which is a big challenge i mean um we the needs the expenses uh, to sustain the house of ashalia remains the same we still got to pay all the rents and utility bills and uh, all needed for food health mm-hmm. uh, clothing shelter education uh, so all of that remains the same but the revenue has gone down by 50% and it's a big challenge to to match up yeah i mean we we thank you for being being considerate to remember this in prayer yeah so please please be praying for this need that uh, we really need the lord uh, lord's breakthrough and provision mm-hmm. as is always done in done before and we believe that he will even do now yeah uh, we keep trusting the lord we, we we live for the day i mean we don't really worry about tomorrow we mm-hmm. live for today the day the lord has given us and so but so far the lord has you know somehow helping us to uh you know survive and sustain the children take mm-hmm. care of them so uh, we would appreciate your prayers yes yeah i want to point out two things to our audience first of all it is very miraculous that our pastor would say that 90% has historically come from local support we are praising god that the local community has been used of God to really take care of the physical buildings uh, of this ministry and the daily provisions of this ministry for years and uh, to God be the glory for that the second thing is i would just want to point out last week on the episode pastor talked about the need for um, groceries for the villagers because they went out to what they call the farm out into the rural village with all the children and what he talked about was not this deficit that's been building as as a result of the the loss of income but what he talked about was how that ministry went out to the village and started passing out groceries to the hungry villagers there and then even today on today's episode we're talking about passing out groceries in the red light district And here is a man I just wanted our audience to understand. This is a man and woman of God that is every day praying God give us food that others might eat. These children that is under their care are not skin and bones. They are going without at the moment, uh, but we're not talking about starvation. God has been faithful to provide. Pastor, uh, I know that your revenue is 50% less this time. uh this year as it was last year but what 
what would you say about the faithfulness of God over the past year? Uh, we Last week, we talked about the miracle of Priya's healing. Would you point us to any miracles related to how God's just miraculously <laughs> taken care of the children over the last year? Absolutely. See, as I said in the last episode, that on 20th March 2020, we moved everyone, all of our children, women, elderly, and our uh, caregivers, we took everyone on this rented farmhouse in Kalapur. Uh, we only had little portion of rations, little portion of food grains, which was enough for a few days, like about a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had no clue. We had no idea how we will survive ourselves there because the pandemic had affected every, I mean, everyone everywhere. And so people were jobless, affected, no income. And in such a uh, situation, we couldn't expect others to come and help us. So we had no clue. We had no answer how we will survive and how long we have to stay there. So we went by faith. And while we were there, I mean, very in the very first week, while we were there, we were having our meals, regular meals, and we would eat out like uh, on a, in an open uh, space, like all of us would eat down to sit down to eat. And uh, uh, from like from that point, like you know, in nearby villages, the tribal hamlets, uh, we could easily see those people. And uh, those are the people who were like uh, they are daily wage workers. So uh, in normal times, like. They work throughout the day, they get their wages, and in the evening, they are able to eat something good for their family. Mm-hmm. And so that is their lifestyle. And so these people had been out of job. Uh, they had been out of job, no income. And we could see their children and these families like looking very help, helpless. Mm. And in that situation, the Lord spoke to us like, uh, you know, we were able to eat uh, three times and what about them? And uh, we just began to feel concerned, compassionate about it. Mm-hmm. We had no answer as to how to meet this need. Mm. The Lord spoke to us and we felt the call, share what we have. So, we, we I mean, in fact, we, we were out of our own stock. Like, you know, you know it was getting, it was reducing and we didn't know how we will get another supply or uh, resources. Mm-hmm. But the Lord spoke that we we need to start sharing what we have in our hand. And so mm. we made the decision and we began to create food packets. We started praying. And uh, yes, I I shared it with Pastor Kevin and our GHI friends began to pray and amazing the lord the lord began to provide mm-hmm. the lord provided the generosity of our donors at the same time like all of a sudden even though we were in such a, a remote area like rural area where people do not really have a, i mean uh, likewise in the city where people really know about our work and they come forward to help support but there in the rural area we would least expect anybody coming uh, to find us and bring resources. But the moment we started distributing, 
amazing things began to happen. Yes, we we received a lot of support from GHI towards distribution of the food. Mm-hmm. At the same time, all of a sudden, a, a whole truckload, like a, a, a truckload, somebody from a Rotary Club comes with a whole truckload with, loaded with food items, mm-hmm. food grains. One time, another, somebody sent, sent out vegetable truck. Mm. Uh, one after another. And <laughs> we kept sharing. We kept sharing every single day, like every week. We were sharing and you were just like growing and growing. The, the more we shared, the more we received. Mm. <laughs> both, both in Kalapur and then in the red light district, we went house to house. We went to every uh, household and we distributed four packets to those uh, women the, who are the victims of trafficking. Mm. And I could see such a smile and joy over their faces, both of those women and these tribal people in Kalapur. Mm-hmm. You could see glow, smile and you know, uh, uh, gratitude and amazement on their faces. How How is someone coming with such a lot of help and providing them? Yeah. So that was like, that was a love of Christ that we were able to share with them in action and uh, we would tell them that Jesus, this is this is from Jesus, and Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. This Amen. is because Jesus has provided for you, mm-hmm. and so they could hear the name of Jesus. They could hear uh, the gospel. They could receive mm-hmm. this meaningful help, and it was truly amazing. And that uh, you know strengthens my faith even more. Mm-hmm. Seeing God. this, this episode, you know. It, and now I'm like, it's kind of, you know, God is preparing to dare for bigger things mm-hmm. that, that he's able to provide. There is nothing impossible for him. Amen. The truth that we can't outgive God. I love this story of how you began to give and, um, and potentially put the children and your family at risk of having to go without because of your generosity and the ministry's generosity to the, to the villagers and to the red light district. But God is so faithful and he honored your giving. Jesus actually teaches us in Acts 20, Paul says, um, Acts 20, 35, you should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And the world says that blessings um, precede generosity, but Jesus says generosity precedes blessings. And what you're testifying to is just the blessings of the Lord, but it started with you taking steps of faith to honor the generous God that we serve by your own generosity. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that update. And I wanna just pause for a moment and just pray for you and for the children and for God's provisions over Rays of Hope Ministry. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for Pastor and for Priya, for the leadership that you've given to them and through them, and for these beautiful children under their care, and for this testimony. We just wanna praise you and honor you for uh, your faithfulness to take care of them in the midst of 2020. Uh, Father, when things look like um, the, the provision was drying up, you burst forth from heaven and you supplied every need and we just Mm. praise you for that lord would you continue to do that i know that even today their expenses are exceeding 
their revenue. And so I just pray that you will allow people uh, to hear this prayer and to be the answer to that prayer, that they will support Pastor uh, through Global Hope India, that they'll give reoccurring gifts every month, knowing that they're helping to take care of this beautiful orphanage, this ministry in Mumbai, India, and that they will just be sowing into the the fulfillment of the Great Commission through this ministry. Uh, Would you allow Pastor and his wife their hands to lack no good gift from your hands? Uh, Would you be their daily bread? And would you meet every need that they have in Jesus name? Amen. 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 What a great foundation of faith and hope. It's just very appropriate that we now continue on with this project uh, over in the red light district, because that's been your means of God blessing you. Um, as, as you just witnessed, I, I want people to hear this progression. The world says that when I am blessed, I will become generous. And yet research shows that that's not true. Jesus says, when we are generous, we will become blessed. And that's what's happened. Pastor just gave a testimony that basically in 2020, their means when, when the donations began to dry up, they started giving and God honored that given. It wasn't manipulation. You didn't hear one word of entitlement, not one sense of spirit of entitlement or manipulation. It was worship and love to almighty God. And that's the giver that we serve. And when they honored that giver, almighty God, he he has promised, I mean, like, listen to what he told Job. He said to Job in chapter 41, verse 11, who has given me anything that I need to pay back? Everything under heaven is mine. <laughs> I just love when God gets snippy with us. <laughs> and he just really puts us in our place sometimes. And th- and that's he put Job in his place. And he's putting you and I in our place as well. It's with that faith that we turn from the needs of the children and we look at the needs of the red light district. There are some people in the church that would just feel so overwhelmed with their own needs that they wouldn't, they wouldn't even begin to think about the needs of others. And yet that's the Jesus we serve. He actually encourages us to deny ourselves and pick up his cross and follow him. Let's head into the red light district. So last January, we had our one and only team to India in 2020. And we served some days there in the red light district. And when we did, we're praying for God to move uh, in that community. And wow, how we saw him move. I mean, like one of the, one of our prayers is God protect these women, provide for these women, because what you experience as you're walking through there is the darkness of oppression. These women aren't there by choice. They're there by force. And they don't know the way of escape. They don't know how to get out from up under this commercial sex business. And so you can't do anything but pity them. Like Jesus would not come in and start casting blame, trying to figure out, do we blame them? Do we blame their parents? Do we blame the pimps? Who do we blame? Jesus would just start saying, you are mine and I am here to love you and to heal you. And that's been the spirit of a pastor and and his wife. So give us an update. Where is the red light district today? Is there a business that's, that's going on? Do the women need the church's support during this time how can we be the hands and feet of jesus we are very grateful to the lord for for the opportunity that he has given us for last so many years since october 15th october 2007 is we've been serving this red light community 
children and the women in the red light community mm-hmm. in the red lights in turbay so it's been an amazing experience how god has uh, taken us through helping us to understand the need and realize the the role of us as the church as the body of christ to be the hands and feet of jesus to reach out to these uh, children and the women who are victims of human trafficking uh, as you just rightly said they are not there by choice but by uh, i mean they are they are forced they are is that compulsion and uh, so many of challenges of life that have uh, forced them to be in such a situation so as the covid 19 affected the whole world globally mm-hmm. so has it really affected the red light district as well because it was completely shut down mm-hmm. you know uh, usually it is very crowded on any normal day mm-hmm. uh, all of those women would have plenty of business but since february since the covid began to grow their their, their business dropped down up to absolutely nothing mm. they were not able to earn anything and uh, they were in a very desperate situation to to how, to how to survive and in such a situation you know of course uh, government had tried something on on its own uh, to provide uh, rationing to to the people under poverty line everywhere mm-hmm. but coming to the red light district you know all of these women most of them do not have any any legal documents which entitles them to receive government help and so in most cases they, they were not eligible to receive such helps mm-hmm. and so they were really struggling and we were we were there in in, in kalapur on the farm house but i began to receive call uh, for many of these women who know us because they have known us for, for years that we are right there the hope center our, our ministry of praise of hope mm-hmm. uh, hope center program runs right there in the red light district and so uh, they 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 know that they can count on us and so i i began to receive phone calls that they were desperate and are requesting for help and of course we had we were praying for them we were praying for all of our people that we we were reaching out to so we were praying for them and we were feeling concern about that we had already started distributing food in kalapur villages to the tribal people but simultaneously we were praying that how can we uh, be able to go up to turbe and uh distribute food to the red light district because travel was a very uh, very big challenge it was completely restricted mm. we were not able to we were not allowed to come on the on the roads like mm-hmm. and so though we wanted to do a much but we had restriction we were like helpless we were we just had no permission to do anything mm-hmm. cannot move mm-hmm. and so we started praying and and you know priya along with her uh, women's team they started making packets and that is the time like month of july she began to get sick and then she underwent this surgery and all of this mm-hmm. episode but while she was in the hospital now see uh, i got busy with her her treatment and mm-hmm. so though we had prepared the packets for these women they were still lying mm-hmm. there 
So we were not able to distribute and I got busy with her health. I needed to attend her. And so right after her surgery, two hours later, as soon as she came out of the anesthesia, like she became, she came to her senses and she was able to speak. Mm-hmm. She tells me precisely, why are you here? I'm, 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 I'm well now. The surgery is over. Yeah. Please go and distribute those those food packets to the women in the red light district. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I could not even imagine. I could not imagine to do that at that point of time. Mm-hmm. But she spoke, and it really encouraged me and challenged me. So, praise God, we we began the distribution, and you know, all of the other. Uh, you know, government initiatives or who has done so far. I mean, these women would have to stand in queues and a lot of disrespect and, you know, a lot of malpractices they wouldn't get and all. But in our case, the way we pray, we prayfully plan in such a way that we went house to house to their doorsteps and we handed over these poor packets. I mean, the... uh, and the food packets, like the whole of the package contained all different nine to 10 items. I mean, seeing those, they they were so thrilled and so happy. And uh, we could see joy on their faces, smiling and grateful. So we praise God that we were able to distribute these food packets to all of these women. We made sure that none of the household is kept we went house to house to doorsteps and every woman was uh, given this gift. And so praise God, we did three rounds of it mm-hmm. in the red light district. So that has given us um, a very grown, grown respect in the sight of these women for us and for the ministry of the Hope Center. What a incredible spirit for Priya to say, I am well, you need to go and finish this outreach to the women of the red light district. I commend our sister for, for just that boldness pastor help our audience. I've walked the red light district. We've been there. We prayed, we've distributed goods and been able to make Christ known along with the church there in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. Justin, you have been a part of those outreach as well. Help our audience to understand when there's no business, why don't those women just leave what would a visitor find today? How are these families being sustained? How can the church rise up and be the hands and feet of Jesus today? The situation in the red light district today is more or less still the same, though those slightly uh, it has opened up. But uh, I would say like it's maybe 20 to 35, 20 to 30 percent uh, functioning functioning uh, than the normal normal and so uh, that that means they're going to have very very less business and but the number of women who are there in compared to the customers that are coming so it's all uh, it's still uh, economically for it's it's very less for them they're not able to make any business but they have their uh, children and their families to to protect, to feed, 
and so that's a big challenge before them and so every time like whenever you know, nowadays whenever i go there like uh I, you know in indirectly i see in their faces you know they they still expecting them and they really expecting they 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 need help it which is very true uh they are not able to do any business very very less business and so but they have liabilities they have they have rents to pay mm-hmm. they have utility bills to pay uh, yeah. they have to feed their children they have to take care of their families their responsibilities and so uh, i would request i would request uh, the church the global church you know all of us to to be praying for these women of course the ultimate solution is that they need to be out of uh, this situation and and we i believe in days to come very soon uh, when the city of hope is ready uh, we will be able to receive hundreds hundreds and hundreds of these women who are willing to come out of this uh profession or willing to come out of mm-hmm. prostitution and live a respectful life we will be able to embrace them and their children uh into the large family of you know, the rays of hope in the city of hope so but until then uh what i see is like these women really need hand of support mm-hmm. they need church they need us all to to love on them to to be around them uh to assist them in their difficult times and so we see the role of church both where we need to continue to minister to them spiritually mm-hmm. at the same time we also need to minister to them uh in a social manner in in practically i mean spiritually yeah. and practically yeah so uh you know i have seen a uh, distribution of these food supply packets has been tremendous Im- tremendously impactful and i think if we are able to uh, provide this women with four packets mm-hmm. uh, on a regular basis maybe at least once in a month or something yeah it will be a great it will be a great support it's about like it's about max to max 15 to 20 dollars a a food packet for a woman but mm-hmm. it is able to provide for her and her children uh, for many days it's not uh, just one time but it can protect them and uh, provide them the basic basic necessary food mm-hmm. for at least uh, two to three weeks and so it could be this this practical help uh, is very meaningful at this point of time pastor mm-hmm. do you happen to know how many um women's are in the community the red light district there are about 200 plus wow. but we we have about we have about 200 women who are on sort of our on our um, uh, list mm-hmm. so there are more than those but at least 200 plus yeah. who are on our list and the number of children from those 200 women and their families how many children oh, yeah. so the we we have about 125 children mm-hmm. uh 125 plus children who are on our beneficiary list yeah so these are in your program but how many children are in that community 
in total i would say there would be about 300 children okay obviously we heard what pastor just said and we are praying for the eradication of the red light district mm -hmm. for human trafficking to be abolished and for these women to be truly set free and transformed in the lord jesus christ uh, by the power of the resurrection we are praying we are believing god for that and this is no small miracle that one of the positive benefits of 2020 and this global pandemic that started in the year 2020 uh, is that the business has stopped and that is good news but it also comes with an opportunity for the church of the lord jesus christ to rise up and to be the hands and feet and i love how pastor is shared that every bag of groceries comes with the proclamation jesus loves you and that this is from jesus and we may not appreciate that in america the way that you would uh, in india uh, because here we're not as, as exposed to a variety of gods but in india um, Jesus is recognized as the Christian God and for the Hindus and the Muslims are one of many different gods, uh, especially among the Hindus for the church there to proclaim Jesus loves you. Jesus provided this. It is pointing them to the one true God and given a, a testimony of that. This is an opportunity to make Christ known. And so I want to encourage every brother and sister listening to share this with other brothers and sisters and other people around the world. If you have $25, that will feed one of these families for an entire month. It costs $25 for a grocery kit, and in that kit is enough groceries to sustain that family for an entire month. And if you can sponsor one kit, praise God. Some of our audience could sponsor hundreds of kits, and there's no limit to what God can do through our generosity. And if you can give a $25 gift, please do it. If you can give a $25,000 gift, please do it. Everything in between, a 20, you know, even a million dollar gift can be used to make Christ known all across India. This project is for the Red Light District. Pastor, any final words that you would like to add before we close out the show? I want to thank God for each one of you, Kevin, uh, GHI team, and all of our listeners across uh, across global church. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, all the listeners of Missions Changed My Life. Mm. I would say, my friends, um, uh, the love of Christ in mm. in word and actions has tremendous power mm -hmm. to truly change a life. Bring transformation in the lives of uh, everyone who can hear, hear and see. Mm -hmm. Hear his love, hear his love and experience his love being demonstrated through practical support. And so uh, we really want to um, thank you for all your prayers, your encouragements and, and support and we uh, we would request you to continue to do so, mm -hmm. uh, so that more can happen, more impact, more change, more transformation, more lives can be saved yeah. for now and for eternity. So, yeah. Thank, thank you so much. 
Thank you, Pastor. So everyone, here is a very practical next step for finishing the task. We may not be able to do everything in fulfilling the Great Commission, but we can do this one thing. And so I encourage everyone to go to globalhopeindia.org forward slash grocery and to give generously for this project. Happy Valentine's, Pastor and Priya. God bless you Mm -hmm. and your marriage, your love for the Lord, your love for each other. Thank you. Yep. Happy Valentine's, everyone. Happy Valentine's to our beautiful sisters and to the women of the Red Light District. Um, And thank you for being with us today. God bless you all. This episode is complete, so head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the Great Commission, and we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life. When the red light district in Mumbai, India closed due to COVID-19, it was a true answer to prayer. Unfortunately, the women who were forced into commercial sex work were left abandoned with no means to feed their children. This Valentine's Day, we invite you to share the love of Jesus with vulnerable women by giving them a month of groceries. Your generosity not only blesses the women, but allows the church to make Christ known. $25 provides groceries for a whole month. Give now at globalhopeindia.org grocery. That's globalhopeindia.org grocery. Happy Valentine's Day. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your family and friends for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with audacious generosity. Get your copy today.